Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today... Well, we thought we'd do something a little different. It's October. Halloween is uh, fast approaching. Thought we'd talk about horror movies. And in particular, it is the survival and basic badass podcast. So we thought we'd talk about how to survive a horror movie. Because I don't know about you guys, but when I watch a horror movie, sometimes the poor choices that people make can be a little frustrating. Um, And you're just like, no, that's the worst thing you could do. You're an idiot. And yeah, that's kind of what's happening. And we actually thought that perhaps this could even uh, apply to some real life decisions that people make. Cause it turns out people make some really bad choices when it, it, people just seem to give up seems to really be the answer. But Anyway, um, Kevin, what are your thoughts? Well, there's obviously there's a lot of uh, horror movies that, you know, a lot of different types of horror movies. You know, you always see the person like running upstairs past their front door when the person's chasing them or, uh, you know, any of those stupid decisions they make. They they think they knock the guy unconscious and then, you know, run away instead of just, you know, dropping a brick on his head or something. There's always something. uh something stupid that they're, that's going on in those horror movies. Now, you know, don't get me wrong. I love horror movies. It's just a little embarrassing. I feel bad for all those big boob girls that are, um, you know, that are all getting uh, butchered because they, they made poor decisions. If they listen to the podcast, we can give you some pointers. Uh, if you're a girl with big boobs or you like to drink alcohol or do drugs, then this is the podcast for you because you're in a horror movie. You're doomed. You know, you need, you need every opportunity to, uh, right. All right. So we, we had a little discussion. You, uh, you mentioned that there were, uh, some several types of horror movies. Like what's the breakdown? Yeah. So let's, let's run through a couple of them. So, well, let's, let's just start, start on the list here. The, the first one I want to touch on is, is the paranormal horror movies. So those are movies like uh, like Poltergeist. Do you remember that one with uh, Carol Ann going into the light? Yes. You know. So now, the thing with Poltergeists is, uh, you know, they only happen in one spot. So all you got to do is just leave. You know what I mean? It's that house that's buried, that's built on top of the cemetery that's that's uh, infested with uh, ghosts and shit. Just know, go. We- when you're paying the mortgage, do you really <laughs> want to walk away from that? That's a lot of equity you're losing. <laughs> do you feel like guilt, you know, as you're, you're like, well, you know, 
I feel guilty that I'm going to sell it to the next guy and not say, hey, you know, you're going to get murdered when you buy yeah, this house. But yeah, you might get sucked into the TV. So just be careful. The TV, that's what happens, huh? Um, what about the ring, right? That that's that same kind of I, I feel like she was a ghost and and whatever. Yeah, that was a that was a spooky well. ass movie. Yeah. That was uh that was one of the better ones, I thought. You know, that was um that <laughs> that was uh I don't know. That one freaked me out a little bit. Right. No, be honest no, with you. Apparently Ghostbusters is the exception. Is that right? To the yeah. whole poltergeist where they're That's not right. Really... If you have a, a photon blaster, what is the what are those things called that they, they trap the ghosts with? Oh uh, yeah, the I, I don't even know. The yeah. Maybe we that's it. We need to get into the technology of that. That whole sixth sense sixth cent sense episode i can't talk this morning that uh we did that might be able to pay off there you sense the yeah. stuff before it happens exactly All right, so what exactly. are your thoughts what you can do you're basically saying you pretty much got to leave the area let the ghosts have it right i mean there's a, there's your, another option ruling. that comes up a lot in these movies is uh um you know you got to get the priests over there yeah okay, to get a priest it can't just be like a regular minister you can't be like you know a rabbi or any of that stuff. It has to be a legitimate Catholic priest. They're the only ones that can solve your problems. And that leads us on to the next genre of movie, which is the demonic possession. And these ones kind of freak me out a little bit too. So we're talking about like movies like the exorcist, you know? Yeah. And Where there's the demon... a lot of vomit with the, the movies like this. Right. Like, yeah, head was... spinning around. Yeah, all that stuff, man. Pea, pea soup shooting out at everybody. Yeah, it's uh, always thick and green. That's right. Yeah. No, no. so that's that's the, the game plan here. You got to get a priest when you're possessed with demons. Got to have somebody uh, somebody exercise it. You know, and those ones kind of freak me out because of all the movies, that that's the only, like, I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in magic, any of that stuff. But I don't know those those demon possession ones freak me out because that might that one might be real. Yeah, that that's you know, and they're like, oh, you know, and that's the thing. Like, I, I think the horror movie that wins are the ones that have like a, uh, like you know, some bit of truth, you know, some some event that ended up leaving a bunch of bodies in reality, you know, and right? Like, right. oh, what, what what happened there, you know? Well, that tell me about that. Now we have some of these historic ones. Uh, isn't that uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Wasn't that supposed to be an event? Right. So that that's bullshit. So we're, let's let's talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre because that's that's under slasher. So we're we're on right. the slasher films now. Um. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, technically it's based on a on a real event, but it's based on the same dude that you remember that movie Silence of the Lambs, Buffalo Bill, that was making the making the human suit. Yes. Yes. Right. And then there was, um, psycho with Norman Bates and he was the taxidermist that had, had his dead mother in the house all based right. on the same guy. So it oh, was, yeah. Ed, yeah. Ed Gein was the name of him. He was in Wisconsin and he, what he would do is he'd dig up bodies and he'd like take their parts and use them for stuff, but he was really bad at it. Like he, he made a couch out of human skin but there's still like fat and stuff stuck on it. Like when they went in and found his house, it just stunk of like rotting flesh. Like he wasn't nice. good at like tanning the hides or, or anything. Right. You know what I mean? He, he made a belt out of nipples. He had a, he had a full like body suit, like woman body suit. And he'd run around in his, in his backyard singing and banging a tambourine at night. Um, but the thing is he only killed two people when he used a rifle. So it was in, Wisconsin, not Texas. It right. was a rifle, not a chainsaw. And it was only two people. So it wasn't really a massacre at all. How do you get that much skin out of two people? They were fat well, people. He was digging people up. Oh, that was his okay. thing. He started not digging it. people up and then he started killing people. And that's He's when like, they caught It's going to be better with fresh, right? Now, I am seeing that if, uh, you know, you can't really go to the, well, see, there were some comments about pedophiles. And, mm -hmm. right, you know, and right. that's why, you know, the whole thing with priests and, and you can't go to a priest if you're the pedophile. But maybe that's when the priests are like, hey, I can relate. Right. Oh, your kid is possessed by a demon. I'll take care of this. You just stay outside, mom and dad. I'll take care of your son here. 
We'll get this figured out. We'll, we'll straight. You just leave them with us for a week or two. Right. Some disturbing shit out there. Now, Freddy <laughs> Krueger, he comes into the hall. That that's basically a good moral movie where you're you're learning about hey, don't treat your neighbors like shit, because then right. Don't light your neighborhood tr- a pedophile on fire, because then he's gonna come back for you for your and kids. go for your kids. Right? Yep. Now that's a lot where where you you had concerns about the large breasted girls and their drinking habits. I feel like that's one of the go tos with that. Where like the right. epitome of because that's one of the foundation horror movies. I feel like right, right. So Nightmare there's the basic slasher yeah. movies, and those are all the ones you know we grew up with. Uh, Halloween and and right. Friday the Thirteenth, and those those movies where it's like really counts on that. It's really the body count. You know what I mean? Like if you get up in the teens, you know you're really making some uh, a quality movie. You yeah. know. If if you're going to a camp with Crystal Lake, just watch out because there's a lot of Crystal Lake camps out there. There are, there are. Don't have sex there. You know what I mean? No, no. Stay away from the booze. Stay away from the drugs. You know, and and you might be okay, but it's it's a thing. You know, at some point you have to change. And if the camera happens to be there, or <laughs> you know, <laughs> Michael Myers is standing outside of the window and you don't realize, and you take your shirt off to change clothes. You're done. You know, you screwed up. Make sure your blinds are closed. The lights are out. You know, those people, they call them never nudes where they, where they can never, where they never want to be naked. You know, they'll, they'll take a, a shower with their bathing suit on type stuff. Those are the only people that are, that'll survive those. That'll movies. make it through there. Right. Okay. Right. Now I want to talk real quick about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We kind of okay. skip past Before that. We, we go over. Okay. If you want to survive those types of slasher movies, all you have to do is have a gun. You know what I mean? You're in Texas. The dude has a chainsaw. Stay you strapped. Have a, or if get you have flat. a gun, that movie's over. All right. It's only like five minutes long. I don't understand it. I don't. Why is there always a group of people traveling through Texas unarmed, entirely unarmed? It's ridiculous. Nice. But I, I don't I, know. <sighs> That only no makes sense. For that. I feel like the gun is the answer to a lot of horror movie problems. Really, ninety percent of horror movies. Horror movies. It kind of feels like you got to be a two way advocate if you know you want to live. Basically, right? I mean, that just makes perfect sense. You know, Biden and them. You don't need a. Or actually, it, it kind of takes me back to Governor Cuomo in New York. You know, you don't need an AR fifteen to shoot a deer, but maybe you do. For a serial killer, right? Or a, right. Uh, you know, horror movie guy. Mm-hmm. So, now, where does where does Chucky come into all this? Uh, Chucky is, is kind of on the fence between like a slasher movie and a monster movie. Because he's not really a monster. You know what I mean? He's just a, he's just a, a little doll. lovable doll, right? Yeah. And, oh, and actually, he kind of covers them all. Because you got slasher, you got possession, right? Wasn't right. he possessed from like a serial killer? Yep, exactly. Somebody was getting the chair and mm-hmm. a Chucky. genre crossing movie that right there. Oh, that's see, that's classy right there. If you can nip it all in there, uh uh-huh. if we only had some truth to it to tie it together, you know, like a real event, you know. Um Yeah, so so Chucky, uh, you know, how how would you survive a Chucky attack? What do you think, man? I, oh, a Chucky attack. So I think I, I I heard some of your theories. One, I feel like I can outrun a doll. Um, right, you can just again, walk. <laughs> <laughs> you walking is like a doll a doll running, right? Um, I right. also feel like we could uh, possibly, you know, the gun comes back into play, but shooting a doll probably doesn't have the same effect as as shooting flesh. You know, I don't know. Are there chicken feathers everywhere? Well, that's right. If you remember the end of of Chucky. They shoot him a couple of times and stuffing comes out, but it's because you have to shoot him in the heart. In the uh, end, they the shot heart. him in the heart and blood splattered everywhere, and that's what, what finally killed him in the first movie. You know, it just keeps coming back, but that's that's all horror movies. You know, yeah, and that brings us up. Happen. You know, Chucky is kind of like uh, kind of like the Leprechaun. Remember that movie yeah, with yeah uh, the Leprechaun Jennifer you know Aniston? It's the bad teeth that scare me. Yeah, the um, bad dental that- hygiene. Oh, it's just because I'm like, that guy's going to bite me. Because that was the thing. Like, the leprechaun just started biting people, you know? Right. You know and it's going like, to get infected. 
It's going to get infected. This is where the antibiotics and the first aid training are going to pay off. Uh, um, you guys need to really, you know, be up on that. And, you know, hey, because just bad teeth. And again, short, kind of chubby. I feel like you can outrun the leprechaun. Yeah, um, same thing. He's got those little legs. The leprechaun. But yeah, no, they're angry. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's uh let's go on to, to monster movies. Now, there's a hundred different types of uh, horror monsters, but uh, my favorite was always Alien with Sigourney okay. Weaver. Oh, yeah. Now, I never thought Sigourney Weaver was a, an attractive woman, but they I got to admit. in that movie, yeah. When my was a youngster, and I saw her like at the end of the movie, and she's getting in her underwear, getting ready to get in that uh, space sleep capsule. I don't know, man. That did it for me for years. Even now, when she's like seventy-five, she still looks looks good to me. Nice, yeah. That's they kind of go back to her in the in the white underpants there, you know, when she's getting ready, the whole thing. And you're just like, right. yep, I get it. I, I know why every teenager uh, loved that movie. You know, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like, well. All right, I'm committed. I don't know. I think what made Aliens so terrifying was, you know, the whole, oh, my stomach hurts and the the growing inside you kind of thing. Right. Something going down your throat and like planting eggs or something is just kind of Well, I saw saw somebody talking about the making of that movie and they said all the, the set designs with the alien, everything was supposed to be based on vaginas because there's nothing more terrifying to teenage boys than vaginas. <laughs> that sounds true. You know, it's funny. I actually, when I was a kid, I went to space camp and mm-hmm. they were like, look, if you guys are well-behaved and, and we're all like, I, I was young. I was like, I don't know, like 12 or 13. And mm-hmm. they were like, we have a movie for you. It may hurt your chances at wanting to go to space, but it's called Aliens. <laughs> it's going to be great. And we all watched Aliens and we're like, oh, my God, naked women, you know, naked Sigourney Weaver or kind of naked. And that's the thing is as a 12 and 13 year old, you're like, yes. Right. So there you go. All um, right. So, all right. Aliens, uh, aliens, you just kind of need lots of firepower, right? Isn't that what Sigourney Weaver taught us? Was Right, right. The flamethrower was the real... Uh... The okay. real uh, thing, or one of those giant robotic uh, uh, machine suits. You know, she had that giant robot yes. thing in the end. I think that was the second one at the end, and that had like the whole Gatling gun again. Mm-hmm. More proof that the Second Amendment is—it's important if you're going to survive. Is important, you know. I mm-hmm. mean, we should all have some kind of rotary firearms, right? You know that right. are—you know—if you can't shoot a hundred rounds a second. I don't even know why you were even living. Like why yeah. even try? You're just wasting your life. Yeah. No, that's just amateur hour. Yeah. You know what you really need uh, firepower for is, is the zombies, but you have to be a good shot with them. You got to get them right in the head. You got to destroy the brain. Right. So, so uh, do you remember uh, night of the living dead? First one from the sixties that was black and white. Yeah, that was uh that was a classic. That was uh really like, one of the that was like the first time you had zombies in a movie. Uh, there was that movie White Zombie, but that was a different, different kind of kind of zombie right. in that. But um, yeah, uh, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. There's got to be like thirty. There's got to be like thirty zombie movies at this point. You know, right. big fan. I'm a big fan of zombie movies, and I think those would be, you know, right in there with with monster movies. But it's actually uh, its own. It's own it's genre, own, I think. Yeah, I, I think that's right. But the thing is, they don't develop a bad guy. And I find it hard to to really be scared when they're not a developed, involved, thinking kind of enemy. I mean, I understand. it's The terror is in the overwhelmingness of... Mm-hmm you know, of zombies, right? Cause they just keep coming and, and they're making more and more. And, right. and that's where the fear and the horror come from. I mean, that's why people are afraid of socialists. You know, they just keep breeding and right. They just keep yeah. breeding and then, and, you know, infecting it, other people. Yeah. It's, it's, it's creepy. And you know, every time, <clears throat> every time the zombie wins a fight, now there's more zombies, but every time the human wins, it's just one less, one less zombie. You know what I mean? It's right. 
they're, every time they win, they're adding to their numbers. So, I mean, it's it's creepy one, but, you know, what are you going to do? You just got to yeah. shoot them in the head, you know, an axe, a uh, baseball bat, you know, a couple of things there would be pretty uh, pretty easy. Now, my my least favorite type of horror movie is the the gory horror movies, you know, like Saw, uh, you know, torture ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, last House, uh, let's see. Do you remember uh, Evil Dead? That was a that was a nasty. One. I, I was, remember uh, it being out. I I remember the cover. That's like Last House on the. You know, that's like just yeah. And I, you know, Chuck, you probably don't remember this, but the first time yeah. I watched that movie, Last House on the Left, yeah, it was because you showed it to me, and I was <laughs> way too young to watch that movie. It's nothing that but it's great. nothing but like rape and like just the worst the worst shit you get. <laughs> I think somebody gets their dick bit off in it. Like just awful oh. things. There's a chainsaw fight, which isn't terrible, but the rest of the movie is just. Uh, and I'm talking about the. They made a remake that was like tamed, not really right. that great, but uh, the original yeah. one with the with the low production value and and yeah. all that. The, I'm the seeing 1968 is the original, so I, I think that's the thing. Like we had, that's one of the things that gets lost now is Alfred Hitchcock. And some of the original, like, hardcore suspense, creepy stuff right. was where it was so much – you saw less, but they told such a great story behind it that it was able to, like, really c- capture, you know, engulf you. It's like the, the first three Star Wars movies that came out, that you had all these visions in your head – then they came out with this digital uh, remastered and originally they didn't show as much of certain characters and things. Uh, right. I think there was something with uh, the, the big fat sloth guy thing. Uh, who is it? I, I can't even remember the, the one what where you? you have princess Leia all in the oh, job of the hut. Job of the yeah. Hut, right? So, yeah, you saw a lot less of Job of the Hut before the digital remaster. Um, right. There's another scene around there where Luke uh, is like fighting some kind of horrible monster in like a sand pit that's like pulling yeah. him down in. And you didn't really see, but you were terrified because you build it up in your mind what it might be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you saw like, like little like arms of things, you know. Right, that was the first Alien movie, too. You never really got a good look at it until the very end. Right, and because, you know, the technology wasn't there. But when it's in your mind, you kind of develop what your worst fears are and whatever. And then in reality, you know, then when you see it and you're like, oh, well, that's kind of disappointing. You know, and again, it's because it's not a real monster and we're recreating it. But we all know that technology has come a long way. They can do a pretty damn good job of getting what's in somebody's mind into reality now. You know, at least reality on a screen, you know. Right, Um, right. You know, they can really show us anything they want to show us and we believe it. You know, I mean, look, we we think that Biden is the president. So, I mean, really, they can show you anything. And you're just going to be like, well, yeah, there it is. I see somebody's talking about from Dust Till Dawn. That is a that is a great movie. That's um, uh, George Clooney and and uh, Quentin Tarantino in that. Yeah, Um, that was that was a classic. And that's Harvey Keitel was in that a couple of couple of big, big names in there. Um, Vampire movies, though, that's that's a whole different. That's a whole different set here. So, all right, well, open it up. My favorite, my favorite vampire movie is is Nosferatu. Have you ever watched that? I have not. I'm it's not a, it's an old movie. It's in like guy. half of it's in like German and like it's it's a weird movie. It's it's um, it's got to be thirties or forties. I don't I don't even know when that was made, but okay, he was a creepy vampire dude. Um, but the trick with the vampires, we all know the rules, right? Holy water crosses. Steak in the heart, garlic, you know, all those things. Never invite a vampire into your house, right? They can't come in unless they're invited. That only sounds right. That's all I can say. Um, yeah, and now, now they, garlic, does garlic work in all the, the vampire movies or is that just so? Because I feel like they're always like, well, not in this movie, you know, kind of thing. Um, you know, like Lost Boys, right? 
I mean that. Right, but that was the house in the beginning of that scene before that. And that defeats it all. They fed it to. Him. So that just like make yeah, he's immune to all that shit now. So I don't, I don't know what the what the rules are, but I feel like um you know they they say the the stake in the heart, but that was just because that's how they used to at, deal with real vampires right. back in the Middle Ages. Because what what, right. what would happen is. Like some kid would get sick or something, and then he'd say that you know his his dead sister was appearing to him at night and sucking his life out of him. So they would go up, they would dig happen. up the sister, yeah. and they'd look at her, and she wasn't decomposing at all. So obviously she was still she was a vampire, undead. So they would so, drive a stake through her into the coffin, like pin her down, so she couldn't back out, and then rebury yeah. her. Now, one of the vacations I took, I went to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And let's point out, for those of you interested in uh, an amazing place, it really was. Now, there was a lot of thuggery going around. The odds of somebody pulling a knife on you or pulling a gun on you, a lot higher there than your typical vacation. Mm-hmm. Probably more so than Disney World. Disney World, they're going to rob you in other ways. Right, right. Here they're going to just be more straightforward with you. Well, I mean, but, at least um, that's honest. Right. Instead right. of charging, you know, $18 for French fries. Right, exactly. You know, here they're like, look, just give me the money now and you can enjoy the rest of your vacation. You know, whatever. It goes more like that. So anyway, they have all these fire tours and, and uh, you know, just ghost kind of tours and, and things like that. And I actually... Not really my world, but I was like, yeah, let me check these out. And me and the wife did all these tours, and, and you get a lot of three as well. And really was amazing. But they talked about this flu. I should have looked it up. But they talked about this sickness where people would kind of like go in a coma for a day or two. And so you had a lot of people wake up after they thought they were dead. And that's where a lot of that came from. They used to put they, uh, they'd put a string in a bell. With the in the coffin, oh, so right. you could kind of pull it and you know let people know. They also had the very shallow graves, you know, whatever because of the water table there and everything. And so you had stuff coming back up. So they, they would find the graves that kind of like push back up through the ground and and a lot right. of that stuff gone. So it really added to the whole movie effect. But I gotta say. I feel like if you bury me and then I wake up two days later and I'm like, Hey, and I'm able to get out because you buried me only a foot deep and right. I'm able to come back. I feel like I might want to kill some people. I mean, yeah, I think like, I'd hey, be a little pissed about that too. <laughs> you know, I just had to claw my way out of a casket and come over. I feel like I might have to, you know, drink your blood, you know, like, now, do you whatever. remember That's what I might have to do. Yeah, sometimes you got to drink a motherfucker's blood. Whatever, you know. You buried me alive. Exactly. Do you remember that guy a couple of years ago? um, The police stopped some guy, some black dude was walking down, some old black guy was walking down the street completely naked. And the police like came and arrested him. Turns out he was, he was uh, escaped from a morgue. He was in, he was dead in a morgue. And then he woke up on the, on the table and just, was like, what the fuck? Get out of here. I'm getting out of here. So yeah, I, did, turns out he did die last year. Okay. And he was actually dead at that point. Like dead, dead. So okay. So you're we don't have yeah. to worry about him coming back now. But I mean, sometimes they come back. Yeah, exactly. Now yeah, you handle it. One of my me. favorite uh horror movies, one of my favorite new one, uh, my favorite types of horror movies are the uh psychological horror movies. So that's like uh, The Shining. Um, the Shining is, is a classic, obviously. Uh, Jack Nicholson, you know, uh, love that movie. And, uh, you know, all work and no play makes Johnny a dull boy. Uh, exactly. The Shining is, is really one of the, one of the best horror movies, in my opinion, that's, that's been made ever. Ever. And again, that's that whole classic, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like also... You know, you get the original ideas. You get to kind of be the breakthrough when you, you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Man, they're, they're just countless different ideas. There's some creative motherfuckers out there. And, you know, I'd rather right. they get their sick ideas out on film than, uh, you know, go and enact these in reality. 
Now, what's your take on for all the uh, soccer moms out there? Are these movies inspiring? Do you watch these movies and be like, hey, you know, I'm going to skip going to the dentist and I'm going to go around biting legs of little kids. Is right. that something that occurs to you or what? Yeah, happens? sometimes when I watch those movies, that's all I can think about is, is uh, you know, putting an axe in somebody or, you know, I'd like to go on one of those Michael Myers rampages. Thing is, though, with in Halloween, the Michael Myers month, they shot him like 15 times and he just kept coming back. And I don't know, man, maybe I could take one or two rounds, but I think after that, that's it, man. My axe swinging days are over. Now, I feel like had one of these body armor companies reached out to us for sponsorship, this would have been their opportunity right now. I could have been been plugging somebody and now the window's closed. So if you're going to go on a rampage, man, you're going to need some sort of body armor for sure. For sure. Um, now one of my favorite genres of, of movie are the, the folk horror movies. Now those are, uh, do you, do you ever see the movie, the wicker man? Not the no. one with Jack, uh, no, not the one no. with, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, I'm blanking on it. The original wicker man had Christopher Lee in it. Now Christopher Lee was in. 90% of the horror movies that came out from uh, 1960 to 1980. Okay. But um, basically this, this virgin guy gets a puritanical policeman get called up to this island in, in Scotland, right, okay. to solve a, a missing child case. But it really, it turns out it was just all, it was just a ruse, man. And uh, they're all pagans. And um, they, they basically build this wicker man where they make sacrifices in it. You know, they put farm animals in there and food and, and people, and they light the whole shit on fire and, and uh, burn them up, you know, and it brings, it makes a good harvest the next year. You can't argue with the results, you know, got to do something to make sure that corn keeps growing. I I don't know why you wouldn't now. And there's children. Yes. That's where I was going to go. It's the creepy eyes and the blonde hair. You just yeah. know you're like, no, no, those little blonde haired kids. Nope. Nope. You know, I, I, I'll tell you right now, I never trust a, a blonde haired, blue eyed albino looking kid ever. Yeah. Nobody wants that. No. Don't you trust that them. walking around. It's just terror, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. Now, I, I also, let, let me circle back. We had mentioned uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. right? Right. Uh, have you seen D Snyder's Strange Land? Oh yeah. Now that's a whole other level. Uh, right. So apparently the bad guy in this movie is D Snyder, who I have to say is amazing in this movie. And this mm-hmm. movie totally underrated. Like it just never went anywhere. Right. But it it was pretty classy. And and the best part of it was that Freddy Krueger was like the scapegoat for the whole movie. It, oh, it was yeah. uh, Robert England, right? Uh-huh. It's the guy who plays. Oh, Freddy that's Peter. right. Yeah. And so he was like a uh a uh a former like convicted sex offender or something, you know, pedophile, I think. Mm-hmm. And the whole town was like just ready to, you know, they they tried to lynch him. I think I don't even remember if they do or not. They might have even lynched him, but they were sure he was the problem in the town. And it turns out it was D Snyder the whole time, but he's, he's putting these girls up, sticking catheters in them. And it's just some gross shit. And so in their lips shut, I think that's the cover of the thing. He's right. Right. But it was all about like D's like when I saw an interview with him and he's like, yeah, I I just want to teach kids not to talk to people on the internet that are, you know, strangers. And that's the whole thing. Cause that was, you know, like basically the plot of the movie is like teenage girls who are like, he, he, he." and that's the thing. Like the guy becomes the horrible villain to kind of show them, Hey, you shouldn't be doing that. So look what could happen to you. Somebody could put you in my basement for days. and Right. But the real, the real story of that, the real like lesson you learn from that is, uh, you know, he was all into like body modification in that. Movie. Yes. Yeah. You know, like piercing and tattoos and stuff. Just don't trust people with tattoos, you know? Yeah. If they've got a piercing in their, in their face, stay away from them. 
I they also might don't let them, your lips shut. Like, you know, I might go out with a girl with like a nose piercing or something, but you're not going to be my banker. You know, I'm going right. to walk in and go, nope, nope. Nope. I'm not getting a loan from you. Not, nope. <laughs> this isn't going to happen. You know, they're always like, let me give you some financial advice. I'm like, look, I've seen the decisions that you've made and <laughs> I'm going to have to go with that's a no go, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, right. Uh, earlier on in the uh, the comments on the side, uh, somebody pointed out because of horror movies, we got all the uh, the fantasy outfits, right? Um, you know, so you got there are some upsides. Yeah, uh, I did once date a, a girl that that um, would like cosplay as a vampire all the time. Yes, I thought it was kind of yeah. hot. Then she bit my neck. Like, and then you're like, whoa, hey, real blood. Like, I had to check the next morning when I went out in the light. I like kind of put my hand out there first to make sure I wasn't going to burn up. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> tested it out <laughs> just that's, to make sure. You know what I mean? I don't, right. I don't know what the rules are in real life. I mean, I don't know. I never now, expected to get bit by somebody, though. So, all right, what are you going to so do? Let's circle back to uh, vampires here now. What do we do if we are all right? We're we're exposed to a vampire. It's too late now. We have all the uh, the negatives of a vampire aside of the live forever thing, right? Um, which I, would obviously be a positive, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's a given. But uh, so tell me about do they? Uh, what, what can we do? Like, well, there's how do a couple- we get around the sunlight thing? Right. That that's for one. Right. First, you got to you got to have the coffin. You know what I mean? You got okay. You got to have some really seals up, you know, seals again, up. Good. This is where all our episodes on the secret room and the secret, you know, hidden vaults. Right. That kind of stuff is really going to come into play. Yeah. You need some sort of a, a safe room where you can keep your coffin. You don't want to, like, wake up in the middle of the day with some Van Helsing driving a stake through your heart. You got to be hard right. to find, you know. Right. Now, and you don't really want to lead everybody back to your place or tip them off unless, like, you're sure you're going to, you know, close the deal, right? Like, right. If you're taking the, the virgins home, you need to be able to close the deal because otherwise. Right. Well, a lot of those vampires, they got that, like, voodoo, they got, like, those voodoo eyes, you know, where you, they look at girls in the eyes and then, uh, you know, they get all confused and, and hypnotized. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds right. You know, you're you're captivating, right? You suck right. them in. No, that sounds right. All right. So you bring them home. You got them. Now, they're also a good guard dog, right? That's another takeaway for uh, vampires. Right. Some they sort of a hellhound. A hellhound, mm-hmm. right. To kind of keep, keep the shop going in the daytime, that kind of thing. That's now, right. What about like this subservient uh, caretaker who's like, hey, I couldn't find a better job. You know, some kind of Alfred, basically, right. like to your Batman, you know, who's going to be like, hey, I'll handle the day. Mm-hmm. So, well, somebody's got to do the grocery shopping. You know what I mean? Right. Somebody's got to go to the go to the store during the daytime. Somebody's got to, you know, operate the bank accounts. Banks aren't open after dark. You know? Now, Walmart, Walmart is 24 hours a day, but I feel like the banks and stuff. There is online banking, but no, I, I hear you. I think yeah. you got something there. Yeah, so um, that's tricky. You got to have somebody, you know, that can go out and and uh, you know, grab your grab, you got to have some sort of a dark robe and, you know, all that sort of weird stuff. It's kind of like vampire gear is kind of the same as like swinger gear, you know? Like you got to have like bathrobes and like, you know, dark lighting and candles and stuff and it's, you know, it's the same kind of creepy pervert stuff that swingers do. The vampires got to operate in the same kind of manner. Okay. Now, is there something about pineapples in swingers? I'm not really sure what's going on there. Have you seen this? Am I? No. What? Say that again. Pineapples in swingers? No. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, there is. No, it's a big deal now. Yeah. Upside down pineapple means that you're open for business. That, that's how that works. Okay. Yeah, you I have a pineapple on your door, internet, and when you turn it like, upside that down, mean? that means that anybody means can come in and, and party. Really? Because they're always like, "Oh, I go to a campground, and they're not okay with pineapples," and I'm like, "What? I, I don't <laughs> understand." And and yeah. 
Yeah. I'm okay. telling you, don't don't trust those people in RVs. Don't trust those people with the the campers, man. Either they're gonna try and kill you or they're gonna try and have sex with you. Wait, who's counting the confetti? They have to count. They have to count things. Who? That's that's one of their curses, the vampires' curses. Vampires count? They have to count things. Yeah. Uh, like I don't understand where that came from. But yeah, if you throw <laughs> confetti on the ground, they have to stop and count out all the little pieces of confetti. Okay. So you can get right. away. Sorry, I was trying to follow. I, I that's new to me, but that you that's know, kind of a lot of Sesame Street. Right. Well, it's it yeah, and it's kind of fucked up though because how does it happen with you know like um what was that vampire movie where they're all like had glitter and shit on them? Yes. Uh it was some uh, sort of teen Twilight. romance one. Twilight. Twilight, right? right. Yeah. And they were well, all that, glittery. That doesn't but it seems like that that movie. fucks up the whole like, now, what about the whole American Werewolf series? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, those were good movies. Those are pretty gory stuff. I, American, I American Werewolf, Werewolf, in, Werewolf London. in London. Yeah, that was the, the go-to. Mm-hmm. But, because they always had, like, really hot chicks in that one. In, in, uh, right. In, in the Werewolf movies. I was like, oh, well, that's Yeah, American Werewolf in like Paris it. was a, a mediocre uh, part two on that. But it I, wasn't, I, wasn't a terrible movie. No. Right. Now, no, that's the thing, though. I feel like people wouldn't get into horror movies or that except for the lure of hot chicks. Right. Like, I feel like there's always and is there some kind of, hey, maybe you shouldn't be sucked into hot chicks because, you know, you might get murdered or stabbed in the eye or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it, you're just as likely with fat girls, you know, it's same just thing. as. Yeah, just yeah, as okay. likely to stab you as, as anybody okay. else. All right. So, yeah, just stay away from women. Is really <laughs> Just women away. in general. All right. Yep. Uh, now, the last one I wanted to touch on, the last uh, type of horror movie, is the comedic horror movies. Okay. Um, now, have you ever seen Shaun of the Dead with with Simon Pegg? Yes. yes. That's, a, that's a classic right there. Now, um. You you really just have to be super aggressive. If you're in a comedic horror movie, yeah, just be super violent. Nothing's gonna happen to you. It's a comedy. You know what I mean? Just you just gotta smash heads and and uh, Army of Darkness. Right. Yes, that's where I was going in my head. I'm like Army of Darkness is the one that comes to mind. And yeah, yeah. that's that is a great movie. And I actually watched that one last night to get prepped for this. Uh, get get this pumped show. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You know, you see him, he's got the chainsaw hand, he's got the shotgun. He's he's just super, super aggressive when it comes to that stuff, you know? Smashing uh, witches, chopping witches' heads off with axes and things. What What is the new one uh, that I just watched, like, two or three or five years ago? That's, like, the last time I watched a horror movie. Uh, Dale and whatever, the two cousins or whatever. Oh, yeah, something, uh, Dale and, I don't know, they fight yeah. evil. yeah. That one yeah. was pretty great. If you're yeah. like trying to ease into the horror movie, that that's probably your go-to right there. Um, the other uh, the other thing like fear.com. Now that's like a whole. Now it, it's funny because I was trying to get my sister to watch a horror movie, so we watched fear.com. But the mm. problem was, it was like a little creepy for, her, and. We would, it ended up making it more terrifying because we would watch it in like 10 minute increments. Uh, like we would watch it and she'd be like, that's it. We got to shut it off. And then the oh, next yeah. day, the next day, all right, let, let's do it again. We'd watch mm-hmm. 10 more nope, minutes. That's too much. Nope. Nope. And every time you're like, oh shit, that's some fucked up. Yeah. So Tucker same- and Dale versus evil is the one you're talking about. I had to look it up real all quick. Right. Yeah. There you go. That, that was that 2010, was so it was 12 years ago that that movie came out. It's not a new one. Not a new one. And yeah, no, that was that was classy right there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean Tarantino with his, uh, you know, the ones we were just talking about, the vampire movies. There's there's some good stuff out there, and like I said, there's nothing wrong with going back to you know Hitchcock and the classics, The Birds and Psycho, Psycho. and yeah. you know all these. Um, 
you know, just like I said, that kind of hidden fear and we're just where the character kind of really sells it. That's pretty awesome. Now, Freddie was terrifying. I mean, I, I was terrified at the, at the whole furnace that just looked like it was going to eat you kind of thing the yeah. whole time, you know, constantly going back to the furnace, stoking up. You're like, Oh, that, that ain't going to be good. You know? Yeah. 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 I think I saw, I saw uh nightmare on Elm street. I was probably way too young, too young to watch it. Um, you remember when Johnny Depp went up on boobs, the roof right? and his guts were all coming out? And- yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the lure of boobs. And they had some pretty uh, young girls and stuff in that movie back in the day. And that was, mm-hmm. the, you know, when you're 14, you're like, yep, that, that's right. That's the movie for me. Yeah, I remember uh, watching yeah. um, uh, Halloween 2. Halloween 2 was, uh, uh, you know, a lot of, lot of big jugs in that one. And um, I remember watching it as a youngster and uh, my friend's mom said we could watch it. But as soon as boobs showed up, that was it. The movie was over. Nope. She was turning it off. And then the fucking boobs showed up and, you know, we still got to watch the movie. But, you know, yep. there was arguments about it. We had to convince yeah. her to let us watch it. It was it was going to be all right. You know, getting, you know, getting somebody's throat slit. That's one thing. But you see boobies. Uh, uh-uh, No way. That's too far. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, again, last one to touch on for you, you, you guys who are dying, but uh, Predator. Oh, yeah. Predator, and and then Predator versus Alien was like it. Yeah, that was like the epitome. But old school Schwarzenegger Predator mm-hmm. again. You know, right? And there's the number two that was mediocre that had uh Danny Glover in it. Yes. Uh huh. I mean, there's obviously been a hundred Predator movies at this point, but you know the original, the original with, with Schwarzenegger, that was the classic. And it got to be, I mean, it's got to be one of the best, best monsters in, in horror movies, you know? Right. Oh, definitely. Well, this thing. So you know, the original Predator, amazing, and then they came back with a whole new idea with that whole AVP alien versus Predator thing, and that really, right. you know set the bar i mean that doesn't compare to other sequels you know what i'm saying that's like above and beyond as far as sequel level there and yes jesse ventura is that's right we almost forgot jesse (laughs) you know the governor and jesse so right right and that's you know both those guys became governor interesting i feel like they got their start in horror movies and Mm -hmm. Now, you might point out, well, I don't really think that it was their start, but I'm going to go with it. Yeah, it wasn't really either of them, was, was it? But, no. yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, so um, I think those are those are some of my my favorites, though. I'd like to I'd like to hear what everybody else likes. And, and uh, you know, with Halloween coming up, you know, you got to you got to touch on some of the Halloween films uh, for for uh, just, you know, tis the season. That only sounds right. So let me wrap it up with uh, the uh, with you know the basic tips, right? So when there's bad people, turns out you can just leave. Might right. Keep that in mind. I mean, that's a good like prepper survivalist thing. All in all, now mm-hmm. the other thing is you can leave for now and then watch them and then go kill them from afar. That, right. That's always a nice go to. Mm-hmm. Um, another takeaway from these movies. Now the takeaway is lesson learned by don't do what these people did. Right. Right. It's not right. that, Hey, you know, I, I learned something from watching this movie. It's just realize people can be sick and twisted, but it turns out if you're more sick and twisted, you can turn the tables completely. Right. You just right. got to up the game. You got to embrace it. That's, I feel like in real life, that's something that happens where people they let fear overcome them and they just become completely paralyzed and yeah. maybe desensitizing yourself a little bit with these movies might kind of open it up. You know, if the first time you've seen blood is, is when you trip and fall running away from the bad guy, then that might, you know, paralyze you a little bit. Whereas if you're exposed to things a little bit, it might, you know, help you out. I think this is kind of why you train. Um, this is why, you know, we go out and we do all these different, you know, tactile, tactical things where it becomes muscle memory. It becomes instinct and habit. Instead of reacting in fear, you're falling back on what you've already learned and what you already know. 
And I think that's kind of the takeaway to just kind of, you know, we had fun with this episode, whatever. But the idea is you want to be able to kind of expose yourself to things and then be ready to go. And you do that by training and consistency and going out and preparing. And that's what it comes down to. So one, you guys need to make sure you like the the Facebook page, wherever you saw this, that kind of stuff. Um, if you could subscribe to our YouTube channel, that would be awesome. YouTube is, uh, you know, really big on you got to do different things to, you know, get attention. And you guys subscribing really helps us out. So make sure you do that. We appreciate it. Also, if you haven't checked out the podcast, maybe it's easier to listen to this show on the go. We're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, everywhere. Don't forget to check us out there. We'd really appreciate it. And obviously, if you subscribe, you're never going to miss an episode of this awesomeness because you know you had a good time if you're still here at this point. So do it for us. Um, Also, preppingbadass.com. We have an email list. With that, I would say stay safe, and we will talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.